Welcome back to Tuned In Dialed Up, a podcast about podcasting. I am one of the two hosts. I'm Gavin, joined by the inimitable Will Williams, who has some grievances <laughs> to air. Will, you have I the do. floor. Yeah, okay. So, if you've been listening to the show for a very long time, you might remember that I started recording on a blue snowball, um, which is like a, what, like a $50 mic? About? Um, it is fine quality. I would use it for a Skype call. I wouldn't go back to it for recording. I upgraded to a Blue Yeti, which is... The how much boy. are... Like, like 120 Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Usually like 80 on sale. Yeah. Um, I upgraded to a Blue Yeti, and it was a huge increase in quality, and I loved it. For a little while. <laughs> Teeny bit. Teeny bit. Gavin, how long have I had this mic, do you think? What is time? Oh, I mean, we could pinpoint it because we talked about it on the That's show. True. But uh, it seems like, what, a year? Something like that? Just about a year, I'd say. Yeah. Um. So huge increase in quality for a long time. I mean, there's, there's a sizable difference between the Snowball and the Yeti. So... This mic has been giving me some issues for a little while. Um, a while back, I mean, there's been a couple times where it's given us some headaches on T-Do. Um, recently, there was an episode where it just, like, kept clicking, which I think, in fairness, according to um, Evo, Evo Terra, um, who is wonderful, um, it might be because of my Bluetooth headphones, which I've stopped using mm-hmm. um, while recording. But we've had other headaches. And then earlier today, I was recording Wraparound for Valence, and uh, it sounded like ass. <laughs> like, we can um, we can maybe insert that clip. Of course. Listen, pals, I don't know what happened to my mic just now. I'm getting a new one on Monday. Uh, let's call this a stylistic choice. Maybe it just sounds kind of tech and spooky. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but the real kicker is that for a long time, the little, like, USB input on the bottom of the mic has been super loose. So if the mic gets knocked at all, which hopefully it wouldn't because I try not to, like, knock my mic, right, um, but that, that cable will just, you know, get fucked and fall right out. Yes. Or not fall out, stay in there, but just disconnect. Um, It's super loose. It's very obnoxious. Um, It seems to damage some of my USB cables. So here's the good news. The good news is that Rode, which is like one of the, I think, most well-respected mic manufacturers out there, they've started getting more into mics for podcasting. Mm -hmm. They have this like gorgeous soundboard. I think it's called their the Procaster. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. I want it so bad, but it's like six hundred dollars. Um, but they have so they made a USB mic a little while ago. Um, and again, it's like I think it's like one sixty, and they just just barely came out with basically their answer to the Blue Yeti. It's called the Rode USB Mini. Hold on, it's got a cuter name than that not cuter but like there we go it's called the rode nt usb mini and i picked one up it's being well i (laughs) picked one up from the internet so it's coming to me on monday we're recording this on thursday um so next episode i will definitely do like a little mic comparison for everybody but everything i've heard about it has been amazing it's made specifically for people like podcasters. It just seems great. Um, So I'm very excited about that. And I guess now I haven't played around with the Rode, but based on the sound tests, oh, it should also be noted, the Rode NT USB mini is $100 US. So it's cheaper than the Blue Yeti. And every sound test I've heard from it so far is way higher quality than I get with a Yeti. It probably um, also won't have the problem that the Yeti does, where the Yeti is 
too sensitive and can hear everything ever exactly. in the room. Yeah, it's it's made specifically to block out things like computer noise, like a hum in the room, um, which sounds amazing. And it won't have the same USB problem because it uses a USB-C to connect, which are like usually way more secure anyway. Um, and the placement is a lot better. It's also got this, like, so it, it attaches to its base and the base is like really heavy and really sturdy and meant to cancel out, you know, bumps and thumps and things, but it attaches to the base with magnets and is really easy to detach and put on like, uh, an arm or anything else, which I think is just a, a neat feature. It's meant to be super, super, super simple. I'm really excited to get it. Um, I would say based on only on first impressions of the sound tests I have heard, if you are a new podcaster, I would probably at this point recommend the Rode NT-USB Mini over the Blue Yeti. But again, I will be testing it myself on Monday. So that's the good news is that I'm moving away from this shitty mic. <sighs> because let's, let's be real, like no shade to anyone with the Blue Yeti, but the Blue Yeti became the de facto podcast mic because every YouTuber had a Blue Yeti. Right. So it had tons of free advertising, but that also happened right when every YouTuber ever went, oh, wait, I'm making some money. I should just get a condenser. And now they've all got condensers on arms yeah. that are tiny and they work perfectly. Yeah. Um, I think that the Blue Yeti is a very solid mic. Most of my actors on Valence have a Blue Yeti. And... Every time I every time I go to the used bookstore by me, I always have like a crazy amount of store credit. And every time I go, there is a blue yeti there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I buy them with the store credit and send them off to our actors. I'm probably gonna send this one off to our actors and just say, like, hey, be careful with the cable. Always test it. It mm -hmm. could go complete ass on you. Um, but it's still like it's a quality mic. There's nothing wrong with a Blue Yeti, and I would still recommend it to a lot of people. It just seems like now there is an option that is not only a higher quality, but cheaper. And so, like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Go for also, that. Also, my heart goes out to all you voice actors and sound designers out there who only work with XLR mics and hate USB stuff and are currently, like, fidgeting. Yeah. Like, we get it. It's fine. But we're over here in USB town, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, <laughs> just calm down. It's okay. Like, don't get me wrong. If I had some kind of gorgeous, like, I would love a gorgeous setup. I would love that. But it's just not really a practical solution for most people. I only found out what a preamp was, like, two weeks ago when I was researching this $50 headset that I, or the headphones that I now have on, like, Audio-Technica whatever's I'm wearing. Yeah. And I just, like, I get it. Like, I've worked with gorgeous studio mics before. I get it. But I can say that for most listeners, like, there's not going to be a huge difference in the mics, especially since, like, I mean, most podcast hosts, you can only upload your audio in, in an MP3 anyway. It's not like we're getting flack. Like... <laughs> Well, also it's, in the in the context of tuned in dialed up, you are talking about it all gets mixed down by a doofus who doesn't really master anything nor has taken the time to learn how yet. Uh, working on it, <laughs> just yeah, we, it's a lot to learn. And like I will you, say, sometimes that for you just need the Toyota Corolla of of audio yeah. setups, and it's fine. Yes, I will say. So Julia does amazing mastering on Valence. Some of that probably gets a little smudged because I I normalize episodes and I loudness match them to 16 loops. That's what I know how to do. And honestly, I care more about my audio being accessible to people who have, um, like, you know, disabilities and what have you. Like, I, I, I care more about accessible audio than, like, the most flawless. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a whole nother conversation. I want to hear the final. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. How cool would that be, though? Like pressing a season on vinyl. I mean, it's it's as cool as um, a few people have released episodes as cassette tapes, 
Yeah, yeah. That's my shit. Even though like it inherently gets that hiss, it's still fun. I would love expensive, but it's fun. See, and like my shit would be if somebody burned them onto a CD for me and like did the full like you know sharpie on the tracks and like little doodles. That's my shit. That's awesome. Uh, I I was masterful at making those mixed CDs as thinly veiled flirts that nobody picked up on. Oh, and especially um, if you can get some of those, like, uh, shit, like the see-through, but they were different, like, primary color yeah. cases that are really thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Ooh, just walked back. by and started nodding. That's how, like, that's how <laughs> universal those fucking CD cases were. Yeah, man. Speaking of universal, we have our universal thanks. This segue sucks. Uh, this is the part where <laughs> this is part where I thank the wonderful people at patreon.com forward slash Gavin G for helping make the show possible. Beep, beep, our wonderful producers are pledging at the $5 level to help make tuned in dialed up all the transcripts, everything else. Uh, allow me to do weird stuff like the new show I've started stuff I've listened to. Uh, so a special thanks to Alice and Chelsea, Gene, Mads, and the Ostium podcast. You all make the world go round and we hope you listen to podcasts in the best way possible whatever that may be oh wait that's the topic of today's episode that was a good segue wasn't it jordan just said i hate you and walked away so i think it wasn't a a good one maybe transition oh okay (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, one man's trash am i right okay (laughs) that's one vote okay All right, Will, I thought today it would be fun. I feel like we've talked about this at some point super early on in the history of the show. I can't find the episode. But I feel Mm -hmm. like at some point you and I have talked about how we physically, like, the the apps and the actual, like, devices we use to listen to podcasts. Um, Probably. I thought it'd be fun to just kind of, if we haven't, do it. If we have, 2020 versions. (laughs) Yeah, well, Lord knows. If we have... Mine have changed dramatically. Drastically. Yeah. So have mine recently, because I just bought two new uh, audio interfaces. That's really, I was uh, Two new ways to listen to things, um, because I've been... I have been tied to $10 earbuds from wherever I happen to be that break in two months for my mm-hmm. entire life. Um, so I felt it was time to upgrade. I've got a little sticky note here of different things. Okay, so there is all the physical stuff you listen to, listen to podcasts with, but it's also kind of important how you get to your podcast, which is to say yes. the apps you use. Um, mm-hmm. Or even if you just use websites on your computer, because that's totally, you know, it's not like an invalid way to listen to shows. I do it anytime I'm on PC. Uh, I use Pocket. The only time I use Pocket Cast anymore is their web-based browser. I'll just mm-hmm. open that up and then search a show in it <laughs> instead yeah. of Googling the podcast because it's a much smoother way of doing it. So, yeah. Will, what do you, like, your day-to-day driver? I know you have multiple <laughs> apps because journalist, but uh, yeah. what, do you, what are you rocking? So, when I had, like, a solid desk job and I was in the same place all the time, um, initially... Well, I guess, so initially, initially, I used Podcast Addict. Now, this mm-hmm. was back in, like, 2014, maybe, that I used Podcast Addict. I loved it at the time, um, but then but then at one point, I lost, like, all, like, all, all of the, everything was I just gone. I feel like I remember from that. It. Yeah, um, so I stopped using that. But again, that was like years and years ago, so I'm sure it's improved by now. I know that Podcast Addict is Ellie's app of choice. Um, From there, I switched to Pocket Casts, and I really loved, loved Pocket Casts. And then back in like, what, 2017, 2018, Mm -hmm. there was like a massive redesign on pocket casts and i did not like it uh (laughs) well you know what not alone on that one i was Uh also daily driver in pocket Uh cast and then that ui update happened and it was just it's a little bit difficult to quantify how 
severely different the app felt with these minute changes. And the developers got kind of defensive about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was Mm -hmm. some dickish... I mean, there were people being jerks to Pocket Cast. I will not... Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. But people from Pocket Cast were kind of being dicks online about it, too, in response. Yeah. Which is, I mean, given that the online responsive podcast addict or any other app like that is, um, hey, if you just use the report function to tell us what went wrong through the app, we'll be able to look into it more directly, thanks. And that's (laughs) that's the entire online presence of those things. So it's kind of hard to be like, well, these other apps are nicer, so I guess I'll go over there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I fell out of Pocket Casts instantly. It might be... Same. I I keep hearing people say it's better. Um, The updates have kind of massaged out the problems of the update that changed everything. Yeah. But I'm also hearing that from people who didn't use Pocket Cast before the update. They went to look at it after they changed phones and they couldn't use Overcast anymore. You know, something like that. Right. Um, For me, one of the biggest problems was how they changed their like listening history yeah i i need my listening history in a really specific format for when i do this week in podcasts and that was something that i I could not afford to lose so i switched over from that to radio public which is a lot of the time my current go-to listening app but radio public is not perfect yeah So, I'm currently (laughs) straddling three different apps. (laughs) I currently use a combination of Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. Here are my reasons for all three. (laughs) Both Radio Public and Spotify have issues with which podcast they have and don't have. Um, I can usually find things on Radio Public that I can't find on Spotify, and Spotify usually has things that Radio Public doesn't have. Um, Pocket Casts has just about everything, but I don't really like using it. Um, I think if I had to choose a favorite... I would say Radio Public, half because I I really love what they stand for and what they're doing. But in these last few weeks, I've had trouble with it playing episodes and downloading episodes. I don't know what's going on with it. It's just been really buggy for me. And I also think it hasn't been updating properly. Um, and that worries me. So there is a chance I will be switching back to pocket pocket casts. I don't know. We'll see. And honestly, I like Spotify. I so I want to be very clear with bias here. Um I do write articles for Spotify for podcasters. I want to make that very clear. It should also be noted that I am not employed by Spotify, and Spotify is not the entity paying me for those articles. Um, They just live on Spotify. I am working with a third-party company, Um, and I really like writing for them, and I feel like I have been appreciated and valued in ways that are very meaningful for me, but I was very late to Spotify. I... I didn't really, I think the only reason I switched over to it at all was for music for the explicit purpose of making character playlists for (laughs) characters on Valence, because before that I used Google Music and really liked it, but it was just so much harder to share a playlist on Google. Um, So I switched over to music and then wound up listening to more podcasts there. And now, and I hate saying this because I understand the level of hypocrisy here, Spotify was giving out free Google Home minis. Oh, you mean like this one right next to me? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I want to be clear. I hate how much I love it. 
and I hate that I own it at all. And I feel, huh? There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I feel like a traitor to my own cause. Uh, I also downloaded TikTok this week, and they are another (laughs) evil tech company. Um, I am betraying everything I believe in. We live in hell. Um, I I'm aware of all of these things. Uh, don't at me because anything you could say to me about this, I've said to myself, but much worse, I promise you. <laughs> but the thing about Spotify is that it integrates with that Google Home really, really well. And sometimes I don't want to have to be listening using headphones. The speaker on the Google Home Mini is great. It sounds really good. <laughs> and if it's a show, if it's like fucking Mabim Bam, I don't need headphones Yeah, for no. That. If, it, if it's dudes talking about stuff, you don't need... Right. You don't need that crisp. Like, yeah, just to clarify, I use headphones for all of the podcasts I listen to that would benefit from listening on headphones if I'm going to review anything. But if it's if it's just some dumb shit like... I'm going to listen while I'm cooking on the Google Home Mini. It's just more convenient. So in as much as apps go, those are the three. Those are the three that I'm using. I might switch to one. I don't know. Gavin, what's what's your setup right now? I have Spotify. Uh, well, I have Spotify because I was paying for it for my music review gig that I ended up quitting. And now I just pay for it because I use Spotify a lot for music at work. I use Spotify to listen to podcasts that are only on Spotify, so I use it to listen to the besties. End of list. Uh (laughs) I use it to listen to Gemini today and Virgo today because Zach is a Virgo. (laughs) Oh, wait. I also have have a subscription to the Societies, uh, which I need to listen to because it's that defunct defunct lands. Kevin Perger started a podcast with several other Disney people where they play that, that they're playing an RPG with where the world's like based around the mythology of rides in certain parks. I, I, Interesting. I get the feeling. I really it's, like um, that. I get the feeling from all the like artwork and the descriptions. It's them taking the the C the what uh, the the Disney C SEA stands for whatever yeah. organization Society of Explorers and Adventurers. That's, yeah. The fact that it's called the Society gives me the impression they just <laughs> took that canon and then undisneyfied it a little bit just so they don't That's get sued. That's a fucking dream. Um it's it's a it's an actual play show. I haven't tried it yet. It was I I could only get it on Spotify cuz he tweeted about it and the Apple version wasn't there yet. So Podcast mm. Addict couldn't see it yet. Uh which mm-hmm. brings me to my Daily Driver Podcast Addict. I I swear I've said this on tuned and dialed up at some point in the past. Hello anybody who's recently done a re-listen, you'll be like, "Yes, you did." Um there is one thing about Podcast Addict that pissed me off that separated it from Pocket Cast and it was the fact that you couldn't sort shows in an alphabetical order that ignores articles, a babe with an English major. Oh, the and the like, like that's an article, right? I don't yeah, me neither. Um, the, the, <laughs> the Adventure Zone is sorted with anything that starts with a T, and that made this huge block of shows that's out of alphabetical order as far as like the rest any human sorting algorithm any human sorting method um but you know straight computers are like well starts with a t uh well there is now at some point in the last few years without me noticing a setting was enabled on podcast addict that allowed you to ignore those words so now adventure zones at the top of my list and the illusionist is up at the top of my list good so basically the only thing missing from Podcast Addict that I kind of actually want is the ability to make a playlist, which mm. is something several apps have, including Spotify. But I find whenever I actually have the ability to make a playlist, I don't. So I, I don't even think that's actually something I genuinely yeah. want. It's just a thing I think about when I don't have it. Right. Uh, I don't know why I don't actually... like Spotify as a daily driver. It just feels wrong to me it's it's funny that you're using those words because there's one of spotify's algorithmically made playlists is called your daily drive and includes music and podcasts it's just like i whenever i'm at work 
and I'm driving. There are times where I'm in a mood where I'll stop a podcast and then start Spotify and start listening to that the worst idea that Spotify's ever made, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because it works too well, which is that uh, repeat playlist where it's the songs you oh listen my God, to the I most. Because then it just starts this eternal loop of you only listening to the three songs from Beetlejuice, you, four songs from Beetlejuice you like the most. <laughs> and now, because I listen to it too many times, Road to Hell and Why We Build the Wall. Uh, mm-hmm. And then just a shitload of um, Ninja Sex Party songs thrown in there, too. I'm just listening mm-hmm. to the same music in a loop, y'all. Yep. Uh, it's kind of yep. hard to break out because I'm like, well, this is just full of stuff I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's weird having all that live in the same place where if I swipe twice, now there's podcasts living here. They, my brain has the two as two completely different products. And Spotify wants you to have it all in the same place. Yeah, uh, kind yeah. of the same way that like PlayStation, like Sony wants your PlayStation to be your media hub. They want you to use that for everything. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a Netflix machine. It's a YouTube machine. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Who watches Netflix anymore? Uh, it's a YouTube machine <laughs> that can play video <laughs> games sometimes. Uh, I feel like if there was, it, like, I might be able to go back to Pocket Cast someday. I do technically still use it because I use it whenever I'm listening to stuff on browser. Um, mm-hmm. This does lead me to, since you were talking about listening to stuff through the Google Home, um, mm-hmm. I have listened to Google, to stuff through the Google Home, but I'm also lazy. So, like, if I'm in the kitchen doing stuff, I'll just play it through my phone. Um, what's the shittiest quality speaker you listen to podcasts out of oh god i'm uh, guessing it's in a car <laughs> yeah um yeah probably even yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got a 2017 2019 20 something we've got a 20 something corolla and the speaker is not awful. But that that them their tire noise is uh, the the enemy yeah. of all audio mixers. Yeah. yeah. You can't really like you can't fight for it cuz if you do it sounds like shit everywhere else. Uh Yeah. I think the worst thing I listen to podcasts through and I don't listen to it cuz obviously there's like there's not a, I, when I take a shower, we went to 5 below the other week, which uh-huh. is a store that only sells stuff that's five dollars no, or no, below. No, Except they lie. No. Yes, you're right. They lie. The one of the first things we saw when we walked in the freaking door was an eight dollar like computer thing. Boo. Yeah, like the whole point of the store. It's like oh, it's the dollar store. Like only, only a dollar. Here's something's five bucks. Like I yeah, I know. I know oh it's a God. lazy joke, but still, just it <gasps> sucks. Five below had a five dollar water to waterproof air quotes Bluetooth speaker. Um, it is not great, but it works when you're in the shower, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't listen to podcasts in the shower. I have, like, a similar kind of, kind of speaker, but I can only do music. My brain, there's, like, too much, too much shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> My showers also last up at most 15 minutes, so it's not like, it's not like I got time to, like, in a movie where it seems like showers take two hours. Right. And- Everything fogs up, and you've got a playlist for it. Jordan is gesticulating in the background that she has a shower playlist. Yes, you do. Oh, I do too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I actually kind of want to talk about that as far as, like, I want to just briefly touch on audio quality. I've, I've, I've joked about yeah. cars, but, like, one thing I've found that's made it a little bit difficult as somebody who listens to podcasts to write about them... Um. It's kind of hard to get into audio drama as much as I want to because one of the ways I listen to shows a lot is in a car or in a van at work. Mm-hmm. And the audio is just garbage. Like gir- stuff like Girl in Space, where there's not as much atmospheric audio in the background, you can kind of get away with it. But mm-hmm. every now and then I'll, you know, I'll be listening to something like Critical Bits and like the, the sound effects will pop out. But whenever they try to get clever, or like when Rue Tales of Magic starts working in background music and stuff like that, it's lost until I listen to it later. And then I'm like, oh, that, oh, <laughs> this was mm-hmm. here. Uh, 
I wonder if there are people in the world who haven't considered that and think they don't like fiction shows because it sounded like garbage in their car. Oh, I'm sure. Something pretty sound effect heavy. And it just yeah. sounded bleh, like you can't hear what the people are saying. Like when you're having to ride the dial because the sound effects physically hurt, but you can't hear mm-hmm. what the people are saying. I know some of that is, you know, we're not using broadcast standards as far as like normalizing and mixing. Uh, but the other thing is just like those sound effects look and sound fine when you're in, you know, audacity or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. it's when you get out in the real world and there's tire noise and, you know, the dashboard's rattling or something. Uh, what do you, um, I guess we can talk about like what we physically listen to stuff with on the reg. Like, do you know what yeah. kind of headphones you're rocking or what? Yeah. Um, so I have like really shitty Sony head, like, ear- like earbuds. Um, if I'm recording. So like right now I'm using like real shitty earbuds, um, my order of the Rode um, mic that I got is coming with some, like, better quality over-ear headphones, which I'm excited about. And then my go-to is this cute pink pair of Cowan headphones. Um, they are Bluetooth. They sound really nice. There's a noise-canceling mode. Um they're fine. They're fine. I wouldn't necessarily recommend them um, to people who want, like, really serious listening. The problem is that I needed Bluetooth... (laughs) This is such a stupid story. I needed Bluetooth headphones because when I wear... When I wear, like, normal headphones with, like, a cable... Mozzarella likes to jump up on me and attack them. Um, it's his favorite. So I <laughs> I had to stop using those when I'm, like, cooking and shit. And good quality Bluetooth headphones are so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones were still, like, $100, which I know is not a lot for headphones, but, like, also it kind of is, you know? Um, that's still, like, an investment. So... These will do, you know? Um, And then before I had these, I had the the Bose, like, Sure Sound earbuds, and I loved those. I just... Mozzarella. (laughs) So, (laughs) what about you? I am rocking. I just purchased these a couple weeks ago. Um with some of my uh my ill ill gotten freelance gains. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. a pair of Audio Technica ATH no MX twenties. Um mm-hmm. ATH is the uh fucking like model for Audio Technica, I think. MX twenties, which are like the bottom of a line of three and the upper two are like minimal it doesn't matter to me they're 50 bucks like i mm-hmm. they're pretty good 50 dollar he- he- headphones uh and then i also just picked up because i'm tired of being uh, of like boxes at work catching on them and they break mm-hmm. after a while uh i got a pair of j bud j air j lab j air earbuds which are bluetooth headphones um i am constantly terrified of one of these falling out and me not seeing where it goes Mm-hmm. But, oh, so they're like they're like AirPod style. Yeah, they are, and they've got little got magnetic. It. They they uh they fit in their little case. They're magnetic. What? That's my brand of choice. That J Lab is yeah. your brand of choice as well. Yeah. They're cheap. They are cheap. These are fifty dollars nice. too. Um, nice. Unfortunately, like I I when I was looking into it, there are quite a few um review videos about you know if truly wireless earbuds at this price range of like 50 bucks or below uh i i found one video where this guy was like okay so the j lab airs are cool but they're only whatever like they're only to this level of waterproof so you can like sweat on them or they can like get water splashed Mm -hmm. on them but they're not waterproof uh and then he's like but here's these like knockoff headphones uh by a chinese company that are like there's they're completely waterproof. You could submerge them up to five meters. Those are sold out everywhere online. Can't find yeah. them. Yeah. Which, of course, <laughs> I got all excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have waterproof <laughs> headphones. 
I'm 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 future proofing against myself. Now I've got sweat proof <laughs> ones, and anytime I'm anywhere near water, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because I am genuinely worried these are gonna fall out. They've only once, but. I live in constant fear anyway. It's really cool, though, because uh, of all the the truly wireless earbuds I've looked at, they all charge in their case. Uh, the case that you usually get has a little <laughs> horrible micro USB port in it, and you have to plug it into something with a separate cable. The J-Labs have a little rubber built-in cable that has a USB uh uh, connector on the end of it so you literally just pop it out of the case and um, plug it into something and then when it's done it slots back in so there's no way to lose the charging capabilities mm-hmm. or to leave home and you forgot the cable and all you've got is the cable for your phone which doesn't use micro usb because it's not 2004 uh, yeah. so i now have basically a hundred bucks worth of listening capabilities and it's way better like um this is probably the lamest thing ever to say, but when I got these Audio Technicas, the first thing I did was plug them into uh, my phone and queued up "Money" by Pink Floyd, and which is one oh, of yeah. my favorite songs. Then "Money" by Pink Floyd sounds pretty fucking good when you're listening to it through a decent <laughs> headset. Uh, do you ever? Do you have like a go-to thing you listen to when you get new headphones? I do. Well, is it always money? This is the first time I've gotten decent headphones that I've actually spent oh, money true. on. So, so far, money. <laughs> Got it. Uh, mine is I Need a Forest Fire by James Blake and Bonavere. It sounds fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it's like so layered and rich. It's wild. Um, ooh, I'm gonna send you, um, there is a song and it makes my brain do all sorts of crazy fucking synesthesia ASMR shit. Um, I'm going to send it to you because listening to it on good he- good headphones uh, will make your brain do weird feelings. This, this is what way. we have to do in states where, where weed's not legalized. Just listen <laughs> yeah, to really, really rich soundscapes. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's good shit, though. It's good shit. Um, I have a playlist that Julia asked me to make when we first started doing Valence, and it's called What Does Magic Sound Like? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much a collection of of songs that make my brain do crazy ASMR and synesthesia shit. I'm just going to send that your way, because awesome. it's, again, it's fucking wild. It's a good time. All right. It's time to talk about our final mini topic that is, yeah. for no good reason, hotly <laughs> debated online right now. Mm. Listening speeds. (laughs) Christ. So, um, my experience with listening to podcasts at higher speeds than usual is, um, back in the day I used to edit for, there's, there's a big chunk of tuned in dialed up where I would speed it up. So it was only half as long and then get the ums and ahs out and then unspeed it. Um, problem Mm -hmm. with that is you have to be a person who can pay attention and notice when you haven't unsped it up and then you upload Mm -hmm. that file and everyone sounds like a chipmunk. Uh, Mm -hmm. did that a few times as listeners will remember. So I just stopped doing that. And I think this, I've toyed around with it. I think it's something that if I trained myself, I could, possibly burn through a lot more super long chat casts or uh, mm-hmm. audio uh, or uh, actual play shows that don't have a lot of sound design. I just, I don't see how you can pull it off with an audio drama, frankly, unless it's like, Oh yeah. Single narrator. And even then those shows are typically shorter, which mm-hmm. means th- mm-hmm. what I already kind of find annoying about like micro shows where you have to keep, taking your phone out if you want to listen to something else after or if you don't have like an auto playlist set up where it'll play the next episode uh or you just want to skip the credits and intro each time there's a lot of manual influence needed to continue to listen to episodes if they're really short and you're making them shorter by listening to them faster uh will what do you (laughs) what is your experience of listening to stuff at a not one time speed so i have only done this a few times in my life. I have done it when I have needed to re-listen to the first arc of the Adventure Zone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll... Of the, mm-hmm, like, of the balance mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah. Um, I did it then. And I did, like, two times speed trim silences. Because it wasn't, like, 
like for me, I had to get through the content. I was looking for specific things. Um, otherwise, I have anxiety and it scares me and I don't like it. Um, it makes me very stressed. It makes my heart uh, explode <laughs> and I don't like it for myself personally. Um, I I would be totally chill with people doing any of these things for, for T-Do. Yeah. I will say, like, it does it does hurt me a little um, to think that there are people who might listen to Valence yeah. with Silence is Trimmed or things because, like, like, one, it's an audio drama and all of those things are purposeful. But two, like, my protagonist is so fucking bad at talking and awkward that there are, like, a lot of uncomfortable silences. But, like, but part of the purpose is to, like, make you uncomfortable so i feel like you know you're you're missing some of that experience which i mean i guess i i understand i (laughs) i love media that makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you probably know at this point and i guess yeah it is normal to not want to be uncomfortable (laughs) uh but it's it's weird to me i will say like other than that and that's just like my own personal discomfort i know that neither gavin nor i judge anyone for doing this Unless you're a podcast critic, yeah, and you're listening to things for for criticism, I feel like it is unethical to listen in any way other than the intended experience. I feel like that is like I am morally and ethically opposed to it, and I feel like it is a sign that you are bad at your job. I will say, the thing that really cheeses my onions about it, not it's not necessarily the speed <laughs> thing. It's it's a Jim Sterling thing uh, that I have adopted That's and no cute. one likes. Uh, I like it! <laughs> the thing that I, like really worries me is not um, speed, because the speed things are like intentional. You have to set that, and you, like... Yeah, I I don't think anyone's in, like opening up the bright sessions for review. You know, like the new the the, the college. Right. No one's getting the college tapes early and like, well, I'm gonna set this to one point five. But the thing oh, that while we're the thing hold that, up while we're what while we're talking about that, I think we because we're talking about uh, listening methods. Yeah, I do have to point out. Yes, I have listened to things on Luminary. Um, only the website, not the app, yeah. because the app never fucking worked for me. And the website only worked for me Sometimes. if I was very lucky. I will be listening to the college tapes on Luminary. I did listen to all of the A R A A I did listen to all of the AM archives on it. It was worth it. I still don't like <laughs> it. But will it they lower the price? Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> the thing that worries me about people in a critical sphere or even someone who thinks to leave an iTunes review is they years ago listening to Mabim Bam or whatever lazily edited show at lazily edited show uh or I guess that's mean lightly edited show turned on skip silence and Mm -hmm. that's just running in the background um, because silence is, I mean, you've talked about that you, you have a podcast problems article about this that I'll put in the show notes, but like, so like we don't need to go super deep into why silence is important sometimes. Um, but some people have podcatchers that are, have a setting turned on that skip silence. And they're like, I've been listening to critical bits. I've been trying to catch up on critical bits a lot. And there are so many moments in that show where a character or the player themselves takes a beat to think about what they're doing and it builds tension sometimes it's done on purpose sometimes it's because that's just naturally what happened at the table and in that context that silence is super important and there's no way to like have a little jpeg flash up on your phone or a little gif of someone waving a flag going there's silence that's important like you don't know (laughs) uh I just worry that, like, maybe sometimes audio dramas get a little weird pacing-wise because silences or things that would be seen as silence by an app on a phone get mm-hmm. skipped. So people are talking suddenly have different sentences really close to each other because, it, and, like, there's a weird cadence mm-hmm. to it because it sounds like no one's ever stopping to breathe. Uh, yeah, be aware if you have skip silences turned on. Most people do, mm-hmm. like... 
uh, uh, friend of the show, producer in Patreon, Anne. Anne has, uh, listens at super high speeds sometimes, I think. Anne mm-hmm. listens at Sonic the Hedgehog speeds, frankly. Uh-huh. Uh- yep. <laughs> They're so brave and strong and powerful. They are. Uh, uh- I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. We, we, I'm, we stand I'm in, in Anne. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Anne knows what they're doing. Like, they have built this sort of empire of listening speeds and podcasting apps. Uh, I just worry about, like, maybe a casual person who's like, I'm going to start a blog. They might listen mm-hmm. to something and then start uh, one, like, just get, you know, not notice so maybe it's just me just saying, think about it. <laughs> think about your settings. Check your settings every now and yes. then. You might find out they've updated the app, and now you can sort things like a library, and it's awesome because mm-hmm, uh, I can mm-hmm. now actually find podcasts when I want to and not have to scroll down to the T block to find a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Speaking of... Maybe maybe this weekend I'll switch back over to Podcast yeah. Addict. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, I was... That's not like I was egging you. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <Get 'em. laughs> uh, okay let me let me see what um i probably should have just cheated and opened up this sound or the, the stuff i'm listening to this week i'm not going to recommend over the road because i haven't listened to episode two yet um mm. let's see here hey will have you heard about yep. this new movie podcast where, where uh okay. someone digs up all the different um bad faith uh interpretations of uh uh the last jedi um where they cut out stuff it's called less is porg (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you got me (laughs) you got got me me there whoa (laughs) yeah it's not (laughs) That one wasn't actually that bad. <laughs> that one, that one's sitting with. I, I came up with it like twenty minutes ago, and it's been sitting here like I don't know. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> uh, special apologies to the two different people who have sent me puns. They are very good, but I thought of Les's Porg while I was sitting here, uh, so they've been pushed back a smidge. I want to take a second That's to fair. talk about Les's Morgue because Les's yeah, Morgue yeah. is so freaking good. I don't know why I'm saying freaking. I've said fuck this episode. It's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> Uh, Less is Morgue is an audio drama um, that has it's going to have three episodes out by the time you hear this I think mm-hmm. wait no Friday the 13th is this week if you're listening when this comes out this week Friday the 13th episode three drops uh, I'm told it's going to be pretty wacky uh, Less is Morgue <laughs> is a uh, two host with a guest podcast in which a ghoul named Riley has eaten a body and that body's ghost, Evelyn, hasn't finished the afterlife paperwork, which takes 16 years because Evelyn died at a Nickelback concert in 2004. Uh, mm-hmm. She hadn't finished crossing over. So now Evelyn haunts Riley uh, and they suffer Evelyn not quietly. <laughs> They have this awesome relationship. Like, Riley is the epitome of that character who's a hard ass, but they've got a heart of gold. Um, mm-hmm. Evelyn wears their heart, wears her heart on her sleeve, and uh, it's just great. And uh, there's all these wonderful little... I love rules when it comes to supernatural stuff. Um, yeah. I've talked about, if anyone cares, I've ranted about uh, Less is Morgue on stuff I've listened to, but um, I want to talk about some different things here. I love mm-hmm. rules when it comes to supernatural things, and they talk about uh, how ghosts in the Less is Morgue world can't be seen by anyone they're not haunting. So Evelyn mm-hmm. can't be seen by most people, but Evelyn can use mics. Uh, but there's then there's also jokes about how, like, ghosts sound spooky when recorded. So there's all these jokes about how there's a lot of effort in the edit bay to make Evelyn's track sound decent. <laughs> uh, and this all then marries perfectly with the Less is More Twitter presence is... yes. Yes. Evelyn and Riley using the Twitter account and they sign it whenever whenever each character is using the Twitter account. Uh, and on Audio Drama Sunday, there's a, there's a lot of art of Evelyn and Riley, which I love. Um, especially since Riley is like 
four steps away from being a taco <laughs> fan art. Uh, like the, the, the ghoul look is very close to like high elf and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have these artworks of Riley and Evelyn holding up dry erase boards with, and then they, they edit the dry erase boards to have the names of different podcasts that are, uh, that they are recommending that audio drama Sunday. So it's really, cute. it's a really fun way to make those recommendations, not a spammy tag cloud, they can talk about good other podcasts and it feels right in the world of less is morgue. So anytime you see a tweet from that account, it may be self-promotional, but even if it is self-promotional, it's funny. There's a couple of trailers Mm -hmm. that are like, uh, everything you need to know about ghouls and everything you need to know about ghosts. I don't think that's the title, but basically that, uh, I just saw a tweet today from the Less is Morgue account that was something along the lines of uh, Riley saying, I've been seeing a lot of misinformation about ghouls out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I just love it's great. everything about how the show's been run so far. It's very fun. It's, it's it, it fits in its lane exactly. It's not... Um, it hasn't done anything particularly uh, uh, problematic, uh, <laughs> which can happen, unfortunately. <laughs> I just yeah. I just love um, when the if you're social a fan media of like, and the show like goofy mesh. banter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also don't use your social media as your personal account. Just just saying like yeah. Don't do that. There there are podcasters that do that. You you don't just change your username and then keep like Yeah. Don't do liking that. memes that don't fit the show at all. Yeah, Will? Don't, don't do that. What do you got? Yeah. So, my first one is probably going to be like a kind of boring recommendation because it's something that i just started listening to in earnest this american life it is <laughs> honestly it's not that far off uh it's npr's through line gavin have you heard this one at all no. if, you, so, if you say npr's and then and then the next probably not <laughs> oh that's so funny i was i was like so raised on a lot of npr shows i love npr um as a terrestrial radio entity the podcasting side of it i haven't really interacted with much I don't know why it is. How funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. It's, I get that. But Throughline is neat. So it essentially takes social issues or ideas that are going on today and kind of looks through the past on how we got here. So I've only listened to the most recent couple of episodes. I was intrigued because there were ads on other NPR shows. I think it was like Pop Culture Happy Hour. There was an ad for an episode of Throughline called The Stars, Mm -hmm. and it's all about astrology. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, like unpacking why we care about it today. I like astrology. I will listen. And it wound up being like about astrology and how other cultures have practiced astrology, etc., etc., but then became the story of a, in her time, very famous astrologer and how she got, like, she was, like, tried in a court case because she kind of, like, predicted somebody's death. And then, you know, because astrology was illegal, they were trying to try her for that. And she was, like, trying to explain how it works. And that was crazy to begin with. And then also, like, there was some shit about Ronald Reagan being, like, her BFF. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is, this is wild. Um, the episode this week I have started listening to. Um, I'm enjoying it so far with a little bit of hesitation. It is about uh, the public universal friend who is this historical and religious figure um, who was a woman in Puritan, like, settler America, mm-hmm. like, late 1700s, um, who got very, very, very sick and, t- to their account, died and then was reanimated by a holy spirit sent from God who was genderless and only used the name Public Universal Friend. Oh, oh and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, like is a fucking mood (laughs) (laughs) and it's wrapping into the wider discussion of using they them as a singular pronoun today and you know seeing non-binary genders as something that is not only 
valid, but something that's like been around for a fucking long time because it has. Um, so has the singular they them. It's, it predates the singular singular you. Just to put that out <laughs> there. Um, but like, it's the kind of thing where if you want like one story told in an interesting way that has the sort of quality of editing you can expect from an NPR show that isn't hosted by just some white people, it's it's a it's a good fit. And the stories, you know, it, it, it depends on your mileage whether or not you care about the topic, you know. Um, I can see people having some off weeks with it, but it's a, it's a very quality show mm-hmm. um, that I think is worth checking out if you see a topic that interests you, using that as kind of your jumping off point. So that is NPR's through line, and that's one word. Gavin, what's your second recommendation? My recommendation is A Blast from the Past. Uh, fair. Uh, just gonna say right off the bat, haven't listened to any of the new stuff because I still need to finish the old one. Uh, mm-hmm. I have started listening to "We're Alive: A Story of Survival," which is oh wow, yeah, okay, the single oldest podcast I've ever heard. Uh, I remember the like, I we've talked about the first things we listened to. I think the first audio drama I ever tried technically was either "Thrilling Adventure Hour" or uh, "Night Vale." I can't remember which one I encountered first. But mm-hmm. then after that, somebody recommended to me We're Alive, uh, which it captured me in a way that basically laid the foundation of why I listen to audio drama now. I don't know why I didn't continue on. I think at some point it I did the thing that like, you know, any any form of media this could happen to me where I lost where I was and I was worried about trying to find where I was, even though like who cares like if you hear hear a little bit from the future or hear a little bit from the past it's fine um the way we're alive a story of survival which i will say what it is in a second the way it's set up as a podcast is kind of way different than how things happen now um so like it's set up into chapters so there's overall chapters to the story and then each chapter has parts. So like chapter one, it begins part one of three. Like that's the very first thing in the feed. And then you mm-hmm. can scroll up through all the different chapters of uh, like season one is 12 chapters, but then you get into season two and it's chapter 13 because like, I guess the way it's laid out is book wise. Um, I forget how many seasons the first like version of we're alive is, but um, we're alive. A story of survival is a story about, a zombie outbreak in, I think, L.A. And uh, it's these characters just, uh, this the, these characters find a hotel and then they start barricading it. And there's no, like, we're going to find a cure. Like, it's a very localized, zoomed-in, personal, human, uh, like, people who don't really get along having to either deal with each other or risk going out there and dying. Um, there's a lot of talk about modifications they're going to do to the hotel and how they're going to, you know, make a rain trap and stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. my favorite thing about zombie media. Not necessarily yeah. like the prepper side of it, but adjusting and becoming sustainable. And there's like always this, this, that's the long-term goal and anything done to uh, work towards that feels satisfying, whether it's other characters in like a book or a podcast doing it, or if you're playing, yeah, like the colony. Um, and in a video game, you, you know, you're doing it yourself. We are live is super satisfying in that aspect. And uh, there's mm-hmm. it, like where I was at when I dropped out back in like 2015. Uh, <laughs> things were getting pretty hot. Now we're live gold rush. I think yes. We're live gold rush is um, done. I think, I think it just finished. Uh, and I can't wait to catch up to that. I think there's one or two series after the main We're Alive story. And I'm excited to get through and caught up on this show that the first thing in the feed, this first episode that was uploaded is 10 years old. It's got it's Ooh. got 10Y next to it on uh, Podcast Addict, which is so far the oldest one I've seen. I know there's stuff on iTunes still that's like, was uploaded in 2005 uh but i haven't come across those yet yeah Yeah, there are some oldies out there for sure so yeah we're alive uh i think just searching we're alive will do it i don't think story of survival is that's just the original 
title. Mm-hmm. So my second one is a weird one, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so there's a new anthology series that just finished its first season. Um, it's a mix of historical drama and slipstream fiction following medieval spice traders into the Mediterranean Sea. The episodes are focused on different people as they are confronted by like weird, inexplicable circumstances, but each perspective contributes to a larger shared universe. And what's really cool about this is that they focus mainly on Muslim characters, um, which, you know, is is really nice, especially because it's from BBC Sounds. Um, it's called Murmurs? Like mur Murmurs? <laughs> this one... <laughs> this one comes, comes from well over on the, the Discord. It's really good. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for that one, we're gonna have to bust out the wizard book real quick. Uh, okay, that's fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did the woman say when the wizard told her how much a spell would cost? Oh God! What? 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 That's a charm and a leg. Oh, God. <laughs> and now we all suffer. And now we all suffer. <laughs> so my next actual recommendation <laughs> is something that, uh, Gavin, I think you would love. It is called My Year in Mensa. Oh, yes, yes, it yes. Is, I need to subscribe to it, actually. Yes. It is Do a four-part miniseries about um, a writer named Jamie Loftus, who was writing a piece for Paste about being accepted into Mensa. So she talks about how she, like, kind of was going to do this all as a joke, but then wound up actually getting in. And she was expecting it to be filled with, like, soft boy types, <laughs> you know? Um, and actually found that it was filled with a bunch of alt-right misogynistic racists. Sounds about right. And she became the most hated person in Mensa. Uh, she, so the editing is really interesting because she's like definitely not like first and foremost an audio editor, which I think is fine. So sometimes the editing can be a little bit choppy, but her deployment of sound effects is the best shit I've ever ever heard. She uses air horn sounds like nobody's business, um, but then starts doing riffs on them where, like, it'll be so over the top that, like, instead of doing a full air horn noise or, like, the bow, 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 she'll just do and it'll, like, cut off halfway through. And it's so fucking funny. Um, for, for a measure of how hilarious she is, the piece that she was writing does exist. It is for Paste Magazine, and the headline is... <laughs> the headline is... Good news! They let dumb sluts into Mensa now. <laughs> <gasps> it's so fucking funny. And again, it's like, it's four episodes. It is super easy to listen to. It is extremely funny, and it is surreal. So again, that is my year in Mensa. Please go listen to it. Very excited about that. <laughs> I heard about it a couple weeks ago and was like, oh, that sounds exactly like my jam. I'll subscribe to that. And then I didn't take my phone out and subscribe to it. So. <laughs> well, here you go. You got to like, seriously, before we record again, listen to it. Cause we got to talk about it. Yes. All right. Um, Will, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on Twitter at, at WillWWrites, that's W-I-L-W underscore writes. I am not at Will Williams. However, uh, I recently interacted with that person, and they seem super nice. <laughs> so there's that. I'm not the one who has, like, a raspberry on their finger and drew a little face on the finger, so it's like a raspberry is the hat. That's not me, but I do respect this person deeply. What else was I saying? That's all. Look at look on Twitter. That's where I live. Gavin, where can people find you in the show? 
People can find me at, on Twitter at the Pod Report, T-H-E-P-O-D-R-E-P-O-R-T, which is also my own website. Uh, you can find the show on the show's website, uh, dialeduppodcast.wordpress.com. I said WordPress weird there, but <laughs> we got wondering. through it anyway. Yeah, we, we, we all will survived. rebuild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you enjoy me rambling about podcasts, I have started a side thing. Uh, it's a weekly show that's um, basically a game show where the only winner is you, the listener. Uh, you, the dearest audience member, I have uh, started trying to kind of force myself to listen to more podcasts and not just burning through a backlog or listening to episodes of things I've listened to already that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to get through two or three at least on a weekend so that I can talk about them for the show called Stuff I've Listened To, which is on most podcatchers. You can definitely get it on Spotify and Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, Apple. Uh, I noticed we didn't bring up Apple at all while we were talking about podcast catchers. I think we're both oh. Android, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Um, also, Apple Podcast has some work to do. Um mm-hmm. You can find stuff I've listened to a lot of different places. It does not have a website or a Twitter because I'm lazy, but... Uh, yeah, you can find it if you're if you're if if you're sneaky. It, it's a mission. <laughs> if I contextualize it as a puzzle, then it's more fun. <laughs> the puzzle is typing in words into a search bar. Uh, congratulations, you've unlocked a podcast. I think that'll about do it. Will, thank you so much for this very fun episode, if not super informative. <laughs> <laughs> thank you too, Gavin, and. and- Here's to a nice weekend and a new mic soon. <laughs> Heck yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.